Last week, we talked about evangelism, where our guest speaker did, and he told us that 95% of Christians today um, have never won one person to Christ. When I heard those numbers, and I've heard similar numbers before, but I just thought, not this church, God. Not this church. God, that's not going to be us. We're going to raise the percentage. We're going to lower the percentage, I mean. And uh, not this church, Lord. So God help us to be aware that you and I are commanded. Remember when Christ was in Galilee with his disciples, he commanded them to go into all the world, to make disciples, and to teach those disciples the commands of Christ for them to turn to Christ. And that's exactly what you and I need to do. So then he was with them there, gave them that great commission that we call it. Then some days later, we find him in Jerusalem with his disciples where he gives them the last command, the last command. But these two last commands are tied together. The next to the last, of course, the great commission. But the very last one had to do with the Great Commission because Christ told them to go into Jerusalem. Well, why don't we read the Scripture? Acts chapter 1, verse 4, it says, And being assembled together with them in Jerusalem, he commanded them. He didn't suggest. He didn't say, guys, uh, think about it. Would you please? He commanded them. Say it with me. He commanded them. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait, but to wait for the promise. One translation says gift. Wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. It was just a few days, I think around 10 days to the day of Pentecost. That was the day that God had already preordained for the baptism in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit to be poured out on his disciples. Then the Bible says in verse 8, Christ says, but you, today, this is going to happen to many people in this building and there at the campuses, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the end of the earth, including Orlando. Say amen. Let's pray. Father... In the name of Jesus, we come to you. And Lord, I pray that all that is within the sound of my voice would endeavor to fulfill these last two great commandments you left with us. God, help us to be a witness. God, help us to go and tell and disciple and train. Lord, and win the lost. And God, help us, Lord, to believe for the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the baptism in the Holy Spirit in our life, which you have said is a gift from you. Now, Lord, touch every heart. Make every heart open. May the Word of God saturate and soak the mind and the spirit in the emotions today. And we give you praise for it and thank you in Jesus' mighty name. It is a shame that the church, by and large, has failed to witness. Therefore, today the world is filled with unbelievers. I mean, literally several billion unbelievers in the world today. Thank God for all the believers who are all over the world. But think about what would have happened if every believer had prioritized from the time of Christ to now, that they would prioritize the fact that they should have been winning the loss. Well, thank God. I thank you that, that uh, even though you and I may not have done what we should have in the past, this is something we're not going to keep doing. We're going to make a difference. We're going to go to work tomorrow, and we're going to look for a sinner. Amen? How many of you think you can find one? All right. 
might be the one next to you, or maybe you. All right, so, or you go in the office tomorrow, and your office is filled with sinners. You don't have to look for them. They're all sinners. But look at them differently. Start praying for them. Start anticipating open doors and walk through open doors and tell them about Jesus Christ. What's the worst thing they can do is say no. But you planted a seed that is not going to return void and it is going to grow. Somebody's going to water it and one day they're going to come to Christ. Amen. Now, thank God for what he is doing around the world. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. And they were all filled. All the disciples, why were they? Because they obeyed the words of Christ. They all were filled. They went, they tarried, they waited in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. 120 in the upper room, the disciples minus Judas and Mary, the mother of Christ, she was there. She spoke in tongues along with all the rest of them. Now, this really probably has been the stumbling block for many. There are churches here in Orlando, good men, good women that love Jesus, but they've been taught that this is not right, that it has ceased, doesn't happen anymore. They may acknowledge that it happened at one time, but it doesn't happen anymore. I would, I would uh, simply say to anyone that would take up the challenge, find me a scripture that's foolproof that it has ceased from happening today. You're not going to find it. I've already looked. So they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. Someone came up to me Wednesday night, and they said, Pastor, um, I, I came to a men's group, uh, Chuck Rifes, he's the teacher leader there, along with others, and he said, I came, I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit, didn't know anything about the baptism in the Spirit. He said, but I got filled, and I want us to go to that video right now. Uh, before I get started, I want to give praise to God. We all need Jesus, thank God for that. Um, Bless all the men at the men's group here at this church and all the ministries that help people move forward and find the Lord. Um, so Tuesday, I go into my meeting with the, with the fellas and um, wasn't planning anything, just going in to worship. And one of my uh, brothers says, hey, who wants to get baptized in the Holy Spirit? I didn't know what that was. So um, I opened up my mouth. I said, what is that? <laughs> and... Um, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, it was miraculous. It's something that, uh, that I want to feel every day. Um, and throughout this week, it's been very eye-opening for me uh, spiritually. And so for anyone that hasn't experienced that, I suggest, you know, give it all in and um, so give it you, all to God. You didn't know anything about the baptism in the no, Holy Spirit? No, not at all. Not at all. Nothing, so, nothing. I actually, for the first time, spoke in tongues. I didn't know what I was saying. After everything was said and done, I asked my brothers, like, what was going on? Uh, <laughs> what is this? Um, yeah, it's, it was overwhelming, but it was amazing. And all right, so you, you were already saved? You were yeah, I was already saved. Um, however, because you, just, you get saved, um, we don't always surrender, which is something I learned that I never did. So I actually surrendered also on that yeah. same night, you know, and it's been nine years that I saved, I gave my life to the Lord, but I had no type of discipline. So uh, praise God. All right, so you walked in there, didn't even know about it? No, You hadn't been coming to this church long, uh, have you? No, like maybe nine months. All right, nine months. Well, okay, well, I preached on it once back in May. So anyway, you must have missed that day. Uh, that was the second week we were back open. So uh, anyway, I am thrilled these guys are in these classrooms in yes. different places around this church that are sharing this ministry of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. So it was revolutionary, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was something that you have to. You got to have it. You got to have right. it. Praise God. Let's give David a good hand. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Now, think about what he just said. He walked in there. Someone said to him, 
Would you like to, uh, to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit? Someone communicated with him. Just like we need to communicate with people. Wouldn't you like to accept Christ? Uh, and uh, he said yes. So many more people will say yes than maybe you anticipate. So he said yes and didn't know what he was doing. Just dived in, hungry for God, and started speaking in tongues. Uh, didn't even know what he was saying and know what he was doing. Well, that has been a lot of, pro of a problem with many people. And this morning, uh, I want Pastor Matt to join with me on the platform with some people. And uh, we've done this before, but it just really solidifies in our heart that we should not diminish just because we don't understand something does not mean that we should diminish it in any way. And these people, dear people that are joining us, they're going to speak in a language that most of us do not understand, but that does not invalidate that language at all. Millions of people understand the language they're going to speak in. Just because we don't doesn't mean it is uh, no good. Of course, it's a beautiful language. Let's go. All right, Pastor, we have four people from our church that are going to be sharing Acts chapter 2, verse 4. We read this earlier, but in English, it is, All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And so tell us your name, what language you're speaking, and then you can share the verse, all right? My name is Lee, and I will speak in Vietnamese language. Hết thảy bọn họ đều được đầy dẫy Đức Thánh Linh. Họ khởi sự nói các thứ tiếng khác theo như Đức Thánh Linh cho họ nói. Amen. Amen. Anybody understand that? I don't think most of us did, no. My name is Z. I'll be speaking in Creole. You're been en bas pouvoir Saint-Esprit et puis au point parler l'autre langue d'après Jean Bondier te vle au All these languages so beautiful so valid beautiful and precious to them My name is Tayo Olayinka I'll be speaking in Yoruba from West Africa southwest of Nigeria Ishie awon apostoli orikeji ese ikerin gbogun won si kun fun emi mimo won si bere si fi ede miranfo gege bi emi ti fun oli ohun <laughs> wow, praise God. <laughs> My name is Ashraf, and I'm going to speak in Arabic. Amen. Alright, Arabic. God bless you guys. Thank you. Now, I want you, listening to them, I want you now to think about someone speaking in tongues. It is a valid, heavenly language. Just because you don't understand it or just because you have thought maybe in the past, why are they doing that? That doesn't make any sense. Well, it didn't make any sense to you what they just said. And if you hadn't been told it was Acts 2-4, you wouldn't have known. So this morning, people around this altar are going to speak in tongues. It's a heavenly language, see, by the Holy Spirit of God. And I'm going to pray over them in tongues. So you're going to hear people speaking just like you heard them speaking their language. We're going to be speaking the language of heaven, the language of the Holy Spirit. Say amen. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2, it says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. All right, there's the difference. But he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. Well, some might even say, well, when God's ready, I mean, I believe it, but when God's ready, he'll do it. No, Jesus did not say, go in Jerusalem, and when I'm ready, when I get ready, and I'll fill some of you, and then later I'll fill others. No, God's been ready. Ever since he commanded his disciples to be baptized in the Spirit, it's been left up to us. You and I need to respond to the last commandment that Christ gave us before we, he went to heaven. Well, 
I'm going to obey Jesus. How many of you plan to obey Jesus in everything? Everything he commands us, we are to obey him. Well, Pentecost, it was significant. On that particular festival day of Pentecost, God knew there would be thousands of Jewish people there from all over the known world. And in the 120 in the upper room, when they received uh, the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues, then they came outside. A crowd of 3,000 men gathered. And Peter stood up and preached a clear and compassionate message of Christ to them. There's where you and I come in. People need to hear a clear and passionate message of Jesus Christ. And then, when he stopped preaching, do you know what those men said? They began to cry out, what must we do? What must we do? Tell us, somebody, tell us what we need to do and how to be saved. And Peter said, repent. I'm not gonna go into that, but let me just say, I'd never seen this before, never thought about it. These 3,000 Jewish men who gave their hearts to Christ, who were born again. Many of them, I suppose, we don't know the re from the record, were baptized in the Holy Spirit, but they went back to their country and shared the gospel of Christ. No doubt, going back and saying, you won't believe what happened to us in Jerusalem, just like David testified of what happened Tuesday night. Acts chapter 11. Verse 17, the Bible says, If therefore God gave them the same gift. Here's what's happening. Peter had gone in chapter 10 to Cornelius, the Roman's household. He had walked in. He had never been in a Gentile home ever in his life. It was forbidden. But the Holy Spirit had prompted him to go. And he went in and he began to tell them about Christ. And while he was preaching Christ, they believed and received Christ, were baptized in the Holy Spirit at that moment, began to speak in tongues. And Peter was like, he was blown away. He was shocked. Those that were with him, they couldn't believe what they were hearing and seeing. And then they said, hey, we might as well baptize these in water since we know they're born again because they've received the same gift we did back when we believed. And so he went back to Jerusalem. The other disciples were astounded. He had gone to a Gentile home and he said, hey, this is what happened. The same thing happened to them that happened to us. And who was I to withstand God? Who was I to withstand God? There are a lot of people that have tried to diminish the baptism in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit himself, but they will not be able to withstand God. Say amen. Now, some of you might be saying, why though? Why do I need this ability to speak in tongues and get baptized in the Spirit? Number one, I'm gonna give you four reasons or four benefits. Number one, Jesus said, power. You will receive power, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power. There are people in this building and at the campuses that you are going to receive power, power of the Holy Spirit of God. And so be open, get open right now. May the Holy Spirit settle on your heart right now and move on you and uh, give you a desire for more of God this morning. Powerful what? First of all, to witness. That is a premier reason. To witness. Number two, to live a holy life. Number two is this, uh, for spiritual edification. We uh, are baptized in the Holy Spirit. We receive spiritual ed edification when we speak in tongues. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. 
How many of you in the last five months could have stood a little bit of edifying? Anybody here? Spiritual edification right now. There are so many people, they're down, they're fearful, they're, they're struggling emotionally and financially, relationship-wise, people are struggling. So, to pray in the Holy Ghost builds you up, builds you up. And that comes to the third one, building up our faith, building up our faith. When I or you speak in tongues, it helps us to trust God more fully, to have greater faith operating in our life. Jude, verse 20 says, look at it. For you, dear friends, by building yourself up, by building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. And number four, power to pray supernaturally. When I pray in tongues, when you pray in tongues, you and I are praying a supernatural prayer. The Spirit of God within us is praying through us and praying a perfect prayer. He's praying to God the Father. Romans chapter 8, 26, in the same way. The Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes through us. The Spirit himself intercedes through us. Well, how many of you are ready to receive? I sense it in my spirit. I sense it. Uh, let me just tell you, I didn't know this until after service last night. There was a man in the altar. I, I, kept, I looked at him. I even think I prayed for him uh, last night. And then afterwards, I hear the rest of the story. He was here, and maybe he's here this morning. I hope he is. Uh, but he was here last week, and he heard the message on evangelism, but he heard we were going to be speaking on this subject this week. He had flown back to, I believe, Colorado, and purpose, he was flying back this weekend because we were preaching on this subject and he was going to be here to pray and receive. Uh, uh, let me tell you, that is desire. So I want that kind of desire all oh, to sweep over this place and there at the campuses and there online, there in the atrium. I want that kind of desire for the fullness of the Holy Spirit to invade hearts and lives right now. How do you receive? How do you receive? Well, let me give you the answer. Scripture gives us all the answers. It's in Luke chapter 11, verse 13. It says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. You know, I've had people in the past say, well, I, I'm afraid to ask because I'm afraid I'd get something that's not of God. And, and you're just like, dear God, you are a believer. You're not going to get anything. When you ask something from God, you think the devil's going to give you something? Of course not. False tongues. I've had people say, I don't want to get false tongues. There is no way you're going to get false tongues, all right? When you're praying and you love God and you're seeking to obey God in his word, absolutely not. This morning, I want you to expect to receive. This is a free gift. If I came to you and it were your birthday and I said, Alice and I have got you this gift. And you said, oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. I, I've got plenty. I'd be like, you don't know what's in here. It's money. All right, so, oh, that's all right. I got plenty of money. Oh, you got plenty, huh? Okay. Well, I'll at least pray for you. All right, so anyway, nobody would do that. Anyone gracious or kind would say yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Well, here is the Father and the Son who have sent the Holy Spirit a gift, 
and they're saying, here is my gift, and I'm commanding you to take it because it is so much better than what you even could ever imagine, and it's going to be useful in your life and for the good of the kingdom of God. Here it is. Oh, that's all right, God. That's all right. I don't really need it. Dear Lord, God, have mercy. Help us. The Father stands ready to give us the gift, the fullness of the Spirit, and give us a language of heaven, language of the Spirit, so that when you pray, there are times that I'm in that prayer room and I've got my list to, to pray through in English, but most of the time I pray in the Spirit because I don't even know what I need to pray for at times. There are things I do need to pray for, but I, I don't even know what they are. And so I'm praying in the Spirit, and the Spirit is interceding through me, maybe for you, maybe for your situation, maybe for people a long way from here. I don't know. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Someone had only been attending here a short time, and they were at the altar this morning with their guests. They had invited someone, and they said, Pastor, if I didn't know when you were speaking on this, I probably wouldn't have invited them because they were from a denomination that does not embrace this, and yet the person that he invited was captivated by the Spirit of God, was touched by the Spirit of God, and led to this altar by the Spirit of God. As they responded, they probably had never heard a message like this ever before, but they were sensing the Spirit of God on their lives. And from what I heard, they received the baptism in the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. Can you say amen? Well, when you come this morning, uh, you can only speak in one language at a time. Don't ever forget that. And this is one of the big issues I see with people. I pray with people a lot, and all of us at the altar have seen this. People would just have their mouth closed, and I'm like, you're not going to be able to speak in a language without opening your mouth. Jesus said, those who thirst, you can't drink water without opening your mouth, all right? So when you come this morning, you're going to receive. Just go ahead and claim it. In Jesus' name, you're going to receive. There at the campuses, you're going to receive. And God's going to baptize you in the Spirit. You're going to speak in tongues. It's a language just like uh, uh, those speaking up here, but it's a heavenly language, and it's by the Holy Spirit. You have to open your mouth, but it's the language of the Spirit. And you may sense just syllables coming to your mouth. It may, your mind may be saying, this is crazy, but your spirit is saying, no, this is God. And when I received it, sound like baby talk, just little syllables. And the same may happen to you. Uh, some of you may have already spoken tongues. You In the past, you didn't even know what it was. And you're just going to come this morning and get refilled. Amen? So right now, in all campuses, would you bow your heads with us? Father, thank you. Yes, Holy Spirit of God. Yes, Holy Spirit of God. First of all, I'm going to ask, if you're in this building and you don't have a personal relationship with Christ or the campuses, you don't have a personal relationship with Christ, the most important thing is that you get saved. You believe on Christ. You repent. And so if you're here or at the campuses and you need Christ, would you right now just slip your hand up high? Slip it up high. Let me see it. You need Christ. Yes. Others, quickly. Just lift your hand high here in the building, there at Michigan Street, there at Red Bug Lake, there online, wherever you are, lift your hand high. Do it now. Anybody else? Anybody else in this building? Do it now. God Almighty Lord, now let me ask you a question. Are we going to obey the last command of Christ? Do we consider it not necessary for my life for some reason? 
Do we consider that even though we're a follower of Christ and we readily admit that, that for some reason we're going to say no to this command? It's the last one that he gave us. It is significantly important to the kingdom of God and to your life. And so today, as the Holy Spirit is moving in this place, moving there at the campuses, will you obey? Will you? Will you obey? I know you are. I know you are. Bless God, I know you are all over this building, there at the, all over the campus. You're, you're going to do this. You're going to obey. So right now I ask, if you are a believer, but you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, Slip your hand up right now. Never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Just slip your hand up all over this building. Yes, hands going up. Yes, lift your hand. You lift your hand. The Holy Spirit's dealing with your heart. The Holy Spirit's speaking to you right now. Just lift your hand high. There at the campuses, lift your hand high. Lift it up. Anyone else? Anyone else? Lift it up. You know you need the baptism in the Holy Spirit. You may not totally understand it, but neither did David Tuesday night. He just said, yes, I need all of God. Anybody else? Now let me ask you one more question. You received a long time ago, but you need to be refilled because you haven't been praying in the Spirit. You've gotten away from that practice of praying on a regular basis in the Spirit. You need to be refilled. Let me see your hand. Lift it up high. Lift it up, yes, all over this building. Hands going up. There are the campuses. Hands going up. You need to be refilled. Listen, two or three weeks ago, God spoke to my heart about last week and this week. This is a God thing. God loves you. God wants what's best for you, but he wants what's best for the kingdom. Stand with us, please, all over the building. There at the campuses. Stand with us. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to invite you in a moment to make your way to this altar. And as best you can, file in single file. Those of you that need to be refilled, those of you that have never been baptized in the Spirit, I want you to come. You raised your hand, but many of you did not raise your hand. But you're going to come because the Spirit is going to prompt you to come. And so there at the campus is the same thing. Counselors, just wait until they get down here, then we're gonna have you come and stand behind them. But for all of you that raise your hand, you need to be filled, refilled all over the building. Why don't you right now slip out into that aisle, make your way to this altar right now. Are we gonna command, obey God's command or not? Yes, we are. Are you gonna obey? Let's go. Slip out from the risers. There at the campuses, come. Stand across this front. Stand across this front. The Holy Spirit is moving in this place. The Holy Spirit is moving there at the campuses. God's desire is that we obey. God's desire is that we say yes to His Word, yes to His will for our lives. So others, quickly move to this front. This is a safe place. You're not going to receive something that you're not going to ask for. God's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit of God. So slip out and come. Others up. Oh, Yes, my God and my Lord. My God and my Lord. Holy Spirit there at Michigan campus. God, touch hearts and lives. God, those at Redbuck, touch hearts and lives. Draw them, Lord Jesus. My God, those online, God, that need to be refilled, I pray today, God, they be refilled. God, in Jesus' name. Now, in just a moment, just a moment from now, we're going to lead you in a prayer. Those online, the same thing. God's going to baptize many of you in the Holy Spirit. You're going to speak in a spirit language, Holy Spirit language. And those of you at this front, you're going to speak in tongues as the Spirit gives you the utterance. That's why we tell our counselor, don't tell them to try to repeat what you're saying as they pray in tongues. No, it's the Spirit that gives the utterance. So you need to, after we pray, you need to listen to me. Look this way for a minute. There at the campuses, look this way. Here's what we need to do.
We're going to pray. We're going to ask according to the word. Then by faith, after that prayer, you have the spirit within you. You can begin to speak out in tongues right then. That is absolutely what can happen. By faith, you open your mouth and you begin to speak. It may sound just like it did for me. Baby talk. Syllables coming to your your mouth. uh, And you just speak it out. Doesn't matter what it sounds like. It's the language of the Holy Spirit. So you just obey. You just obey. You maybe don't understand everything. You just obey. They're the same at the campuses. Same thing's going to happen to you. So right now, all over this building, right after this prayer, altar team, you can start laying on hands on people and praying for them right after we pray together. Bow your heads with us and pray after me. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Cleanse me of every wrong and sin. Cleanse me of every wrong and sin. I ask you right now. I ask you right now. To fill me, Lord. To fill me, Lord. With the baptism in the Holy Spirit. With the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I believe this is for me. I believe this is for me. I receive your gift. I receive your gift. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive now. I receive now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' yes, name. Yes, yes, yes. We receive in the name of Jesus. You can just open your mouth and begin to receive in the name of Jesus. Just let God fill you with His Spirit. There at the campuses, God, baptize them in the Holy Spirit. Baptize them, God, in the Holy Spirit. God, in the name of Jesus. Congregation, slip your hand in this direction. Pray, pray that God pour His Spirit out on every one of you. Pray that you be filled with the Spirit in you in your own life. Pray that you, that gift of tongues would come to your life. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, or Vishato Barabataya, or Ratome, or the Shibit of Ohio, or of a young soul of Maria, Holy Spirit of God, oh God, Holy Spirit of God, or the Shaparate, or Ratome, or
you keep praying. Just a moment ago, he's been praying and seeking before, but a moment ago, he began to pray out in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, giving praise to God in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. So, you can too. God is no respecter of persons. You just need to get hungry. You need to get thirsty and just let it out in Jesus' name. Yes, lead us, Pastor John. Dear God, have mercy. Pour out your spirit, oh God. Pour out your spirit, oh God. Pour out your spirit, oh God.
set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. I want more. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. Receive you, all you've got to do is open your mouth. That what you speak is of the Holy Spirit. That which you speak is of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Rabbe cum rando, Eshendo rando, Ramendo, Yashendo, Elemo rando, Rando, Riato, Yashendo, Aramoriate, praise you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, congregation, thank you so much for praying and being here. We're not going to have a formal dismissal. God bless you. Those of you in this altar, you feel free to linger here as long as you like. Oh, yes, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, God, yes, God. Set up fire down Jesus, my soul Jesus, that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, 